today, fellow brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I greet you. Welcome to the Big Picture Show on POM Radio, where we make listeners believe. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for the honor and the privilege to broadcast over the internet from South Africa, all over the world. Thank you for POM Radio. Thank you for Patato Online Ministries. And thank you for each listener that's here. Bless them with your word. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week we went to a place in the holy country. If uh, you could say it's about in the middle of the holy country. A place called Sychar. We got to the place in the book of John. John 4. And we read in John 4 from verse 4. It says it was Jesus. But he needed to pass through Samaria. So he comes to a Samaritan town called Shechem near a plot of the land that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. I'm reading out of the Holy Scriptures, the Tree of Life version. Here it says the, the town Shechem. In other translations you'll hear about a place called Sychar. Now, if you haven't, I'm just quickly going to recap on last week. It's a, it's a place... Um, Shechem at that time, on Jesus' time, was dis- demolished uh, on a war and they started a new town which was Sychar. Basically the same place, where is the same place as it says where Jacob's well was and the place where um, near the plot that that. Jacob gave his son Joseph. So then from there on we went to the town of Shechem and we looked into the scriptures and we dug into and we got to Abraham. So I'm not going to tell everything again, but we and Abraham in Genesis uh, 12 from verse 6 to 8, we, re, we read about how Abraham... God said to Abraham, he must leave Haran and go to the land of Canaan. And we read all about that last week. So we're going to pick up from there after after he built the altar. I just must correct that I said I wasn't sure. It's not the first place in the Bible where the altar was built. The first place I could find... Somebody can also correct me if I'm wrong, but it was in in Genesis 8 verse 20, 20 when after the flood Noah had made an altar. And it's also beautiful, you can read that in Genesis 8 verse 20 where uh, the Lord smelled the aroma and he decided that he will never do that again and the rainbow and the promise gets from there on. So yeah, let's pick up at the land of Shechem. So today we're going to speak about what what does Shechem means. And the word Shechem means shoulder, strength, 
It's a place of strength. Shechem is is lying between, you can say, in the lowest point, between two mountains, Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim. If you put a saddle on a horse's back, there where the saddle will fit in that the lowest point, the deepest point. That is also what they mean about the Shechem, the strong part. Um, and we're going to see on these two mountains hap- happened quite a lot of things. And even we're going to go to Joshua after the Israelites was came into the land of Canaan. Moses was was left on the Mount Nebo. He looked over the the promised land. That was his last view. And from there on, Joshua took the Israelites through the Jordan into the land of Canaan. And the Lord gave the whole of Canaan to the Israelites. But they had to fight the wars first. It just didn't get it. And sometimes we can learn something about the spiritual war on this as well. Into the promised land, our promised land, our the new Jerusalem that's coming. We must also remember that the Lord has given it to us through His Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. But we are still here on earth and we have a battle to fight every day a spiritual battle for our lord we know our destination we know our promises but yeah it still has there's still a fight and there's nothing we must not give in anything and you can see that in joshua as well lots of questions come how brutal it was and how many bloodshed, and how can God be a loving God, do this and do that? And yeah, if you live in this world, then you will know that the enemy is walking around like a roaring lion looking for somebody or something to destroy. But he is not the lion of Judah. He knows where he's going, and he's just waiting for that. And we live in precious times, especially now. We must keep our eyes awake and we must not sleep. And I always struggle with Pastor Irwin to get him to sleep. And then I got to Mark 13.37 that says we must be on the watch out. We must be alert all the time. And yeah, so Pastor Irwin, we will have watchmen sitting on the tower. We've got Pastor, Pastor Butch, the prayer warrior that will sit on the tower and he will also guide to us and he will blow the trumpet if there's something coming so that you and Pastor Tony can have some sleep as well. So yes, let's quickly go through from Shechem. The next time we see Shechem again in the Bible, it's when when Jacob came back after the Lord also said to him, he must go back to the land of Canaan. He was running away from his brother Esau. Rebecca, his mother, sent him away to get a wife. And he fell in love with a lady. He fell in love with Rebecca. 
and he worked for her and he was betrayed as he also betrayed his brother almost uh, for Leah, his wife, first wife, and then he had to work a few more years and he got Rebecca then. And the thing is Rebecca, because she was the one of that he really loved, Leah gave him all the sons um Simon, all the tribes, the twelve tribes of Israel, all comes from 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 Leah and then also Rebecca. Later on, here we get to Joseph was born from Rebecca the and he was a favorite boy and we know about what happened there as well. But when they went back, let's go back where they went to Shechem in Genesis 31 from verse 3, it says, Then Adonai said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and your relatives, and I will be with you. And then Rebekah actually stole some idols that belonged to her father and took it with them without, without Jacob knowing it, and they fled basically from Laban's far place, and he followed them and he was furious because his idols were gone. He followed them all the way and he got to them and he was looking through it. And Jacob was very furious because he is not a thief. And he looked for it and Rachel actually hid it on the camel's saddle and she said she was sick as a... After finding out that uh, Jacob found it out that he couldn't find, Laban couldn't find anything, he was, he was sort of furious and Laban blessed the family and he left them, uh, he blessed the children and the grandchildren and he left peacefully. From there on they hit the road again on the way to Canaan. But there was one thing worrying Jacob because he knew while going into Canaan he's going to meet up with his brother Esau and there's a history between them and he was he was afraid. So he made plans and he sent, he split the groups up. We can read that in Genesis 32. So he split the, the groups up and sent some gifts beforehand to, to soften the heart of Esau because he knew he was going to be maybe hated because they heard that Esau was coming with some 400 men and he was a strong soldier, you know, he was a hunter, he was a, a man with power, he was out in the fields. So they made plans and... He left, they, they sent the whole family in front of Jacob. Jacob stand, stayed behind. And something miraculous happened that night. So in Genesis 32 from verse 25, we, uh, you can read that, but Jacob remained behind and he wrestled with a man that night. And he wrestled until the morning and from verse 29, they, they said also in the TLV version, Then he said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but rather Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men 
and you have overcome. Then Jacob asked and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, What's this? You asking my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Penil. For I have seen God's face, and my life has been spared. Now the sun rose upon him just as he crossed by Peniel, limping because of his hip. There was Jacob, afraid to meet his brother Esau, to face him, the whole family, all the gifts, all his belongings before him, only him staying behind. And by that staying behind, he was wrestling with God. And he didn't give up. He wrestled all the way. You see, Jacob had something in him. He really, really, if he wanted something, he could really make a plan. He can work for it. He can do it. He can struggle. He can wrestle for it. He won't give up. When he was walking just after Penil, he suddenly looked up and he saw Esau was coming with his 400 men, so he split the people up. And then suddenly he decided to do something else. In, in Genesis 33 verse 3 we read, But he himself passed on ahead of them and bowed to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, hugged him, fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. His eyes glazed up, and he saw the women and the children, and he said, Who are these with you? The children whom God has graciously given your servant, he said. Then the female servant approached, they and their children, and they bowed down. Leah also approached along, with her children, and they bowed down, and finally Joseph and Rachel approached and bowed down. What do you mean by this whole caravan that I've met? So he said, To find favor in your eyes, my Lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, and my brother do keep all that belongs to you. Yet Jacob said, No, please, I have found favor in your eyes, you will take my offering from my hand. For this is the reason I have seen your face. It is like seeing the face of God, and you've accepted me. Please take my blessing that was brought to you, because God has been gracious to me, and because I have everything. So he kept urging until he accepted. You see, this is not now in Shechem. So you will ask, why is, am I still speaking about Shechem? But this is everything that happened just before they went to Shechem. So they went and they had peace and they decided that they will meet up later on and Jacob asked him that his caravan and there's lots of small children and cattle with him so they must go ahead 
So Jacob went, um, so Esau went in front of Jacob, and Jacob came behind. So from in verse 16 we read, So that day Esau returned on his way to Seir, but Jacob returned to Sukkot and built a house for himself, and for his livestock he made booths. That is the reason the place is called Sukkot. And verse 18, So Jacob arrived in Shalom to the city of Shechem, which is the, in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padam Aram and camped right in front of the city. He purchased a portion of the field there where he had pitched his tent from the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of money. There he set up an altar, and he called it El is Israel's God. And because of this in verse 18, 18 it says, So Jacob arrived in Shalom to the city of Shechem. Because of the word Shalom that's in, in the TLV, that's why I read from it. In the ESV we will read in verse 18 it says, And Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem. And that safely is it's true, but he came in peace. In total peace, because he was so afraid of what will happen, what will happen when he will ever meet his brother Esau again. After years, somebody can really be full of rage, but he came to Shechem in in peace. So he was so peaceful and so understanding that he bought a piece of land for a hundred pieces of silver just outside of the gate and he was ready to settle for a while. He pitched a tent and he erected an altar and called it El Elo Israel or as in the TLV version it says El is Israel's God. May it be like that that we can get to a place with Shalom complete peace in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, that we know that God is God and He will be glorified and we will erect an altar and we pitch our tent, we stay there. Jesus bought a place for us, not with silver, but with His precious blood. So it's just a reminding for me, but next week we're going to look into the next chapter that's talking about Shechem and it's Dina defiled by Shechem Shechem the person itself it's a brutal story you can read it but we'll talk to next next week about it thank you for listening may the Lord bless each and every listener it's just wonderful to walk through the Bible and you know we came from John 4 verse 4 when Jesus said he had to go to Sychar, which we realized it is Shechem, same place, same 
geographical price place, but to meet a, a lady at a well, a divine appointment. And it's just wonderful to see Jacob arriving there after he made peace with his brother Esau. And he came there with shalom, with peace in his heart. You can almost, I see peace is always with a dove. And a dove is the Holy Spirit. So may we get to places with peace in our hearts. And that's my prayer for this week. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for the privilege. Thank you for POM Radio. Thank you for Pastor Irwin. Thank you for all the other pastors, all the broadcasters. Thank you for every brother and sister listening in. Yes, Lord, it's nothing about us. We're just sharing the gospel, what you put in our hearts. We just want to spread it. We want to make listeners believe. That is the vision and the mission of POM Radio. Thank you for it. We praise your name, Lord. We lift you high. I exalt thee. Yes, Lord, thank you for what you have done. Lord, I pray that you will give us shalom. Give us peace in our hearts. Give us the peace that this world doesn't understand at all. Even in our circumstances. Thank you for every brother and sister out there. I ask you that you will bless them, that you will shine your face upon them, that you will be gracious to them, and that you will give them peace. Shalom. Amen.